it has been months since we've had any good news in terms of recruiting around Boston College football. Hey, how are we feeling about two good commitments today here? We're going to talk all about it on today's show. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black, also the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Now, we got two things on my mind that I want to talk about today, and that is recruiting, and that's positive news today, and basketball we're going to look at the acc schedule and how many games bc has to win to make the ncaa tournament we'll get into all of that later on in the show now going into today the vibes around boston college football recruiting has been abysmal the fan base has been rightfully very concerned about the upcoming class of 2024 In just the past month, we've seen three players push off of their commitment. I'm not saying decommitments because there's other factors in play there, why those players are no longer there. Now, since then, we have not seen any positive action for BC. We saw Henry Hasselback decommit from Michigan State, but he hasn't pledged to maroon and gold yet, so that's still there. And there hasn't been any other really positive news. Now, it's been... I have to go back probably to June since BC has landed a true class of 2024 commitment because it's, it's been a while. (laughs) You had the whole season and and during the season, BC usually doesn't get anything today two two commitments. And what I'm going to promise you is when I'm talking about them, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to probably botch both of their names because I don't it without a pronunciation guide for a media guide in front of me. It's kind of hard. And one you'll see in a second, why one of the names is a little bit tricky. So both of these players are on the offensive line, which I think for a lot of Boston college fans is a good thing. You have been all asking, you're like, Oh gosh, you know, most often, you know, most other programs, they're all bringing in, you know, three to four players and BC has one. And folks, I, I'm right there with you. With the price that it costs on the NIL market for some of these offensive linemen, this is the one position that you really need to nail. You need to be able to build depth that because getting a good offensive tackle out there on the transfer portal is expensive. You can get other, you can get ones you can take a uh, flyer on, but if you want to build up a a Aussie Trapilo or build up a, even a Christian Mahogany. You get to do it homegrown if you're Boston College. So let's get into who these players are. The first player BC landed is a uh, player from Senegal, and his name uh, is Pape Abdoulaye Sai. And I'm just going to call him Pape from now on because um, I don't know how to say his last name, but Pape Abdoulaye Sai. I don't know if it's like two last names, but whatever it is. 
This is a kid who's 6'7", 300 pounds, and has an interesting story that's very different than most recruits out there because he has two trips that have sent him to, to BC. He started in Senegal. You know, he's a, he's an African young man uh, who, who came over to the London Academy, uh, sorry, the NFL Academy in London where he's played for the last five months. He is, if you want to look up a picture of raw, that's what uh, Pepe is because he's played football for five months. So he has not shown up on a lot of recruiting. You know, he I, I had to create his own 247 page for him because he didn't have one. He had no other offers. But he was on campus this weekend on an official visit. So he's he, you know, he was offered back in October. This is a kid that BC's had kept their eye on. Now, this is the kind of player recruit that you need to, you know, like you know, like when you when the NBA drafts uh, like foreign players, like you know, like a French center, and they stash them for like three years, and then figure out if they can use them or not. That's kind of what I I see with Pepe Pepe. You you don't know what you have right now. This kid's played football probably less than many of you list that are listening to this podcast, but he has the physical attributes. He's huge. That you're like, okay, maybe if we can teach him how to you know, get him more established, teach him how to play a little bit, coach him up as, as Halfley loves to say, you've got something here, but it's going to take you three years. This is a kid that like, I hope that when you're listening to this podcast in 2025, you're not going, Hey, AJ is Pepe, Pepe going to be playing soon. No, no, no. We're looking like 26, 27 with this kid. He is a, he's going to be a project. He's going to be someone that's going to take a lot of time. Because he's just learning the sport. He's just learning how to play it. So I go back to this has been, you know, when I look at this, this has been a thing that BC's done. You know, some coaches do it and BC has done it quite a bit under, well, not quite a bit, but they've done a, a, a fair amount of international recruiting under Jeff Halfley. This is at least the third. And I'd have to double check to see if I'm probably missing one or two um, recruit that has come from another country. Now they have Edward Kalengi, who is from Canada. That's is that international? Uh, yeah, probably right. I don't, you know, I don't know how great Canada, Canadian football is. I know he played over in America too, but he's he's international. But the big one everyone talks about is another offensive lineman in a Serbian named Elijah Krasnovic, who was I mean basically the same size as this kid, right? Six seven, a, a big boatload of pounds, but just like Pepe, Pape. He hadn't played at all very much either. That's the thing with European players in football. They start late. They go to these like NFL academies or like uh, there's former players. I know Krasnovic played with a, uh, I forget which player it was. I want to say he was on the Dolphins um, that kind of taught him the game. And oh, and Sam Candotti. Sam Candotti is the other one. Sorry, Australian. Uh, so they've had quite a few that have come from other countries, right? Uh, Krasnovic is, is he's a, still a development. I, we haven't seen or heard much of anything from him yet. And I think that's kind of what you get here. Now, is this going to help? You know, we, 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 Jeff Halfley clearly when he had his first Fenway bowl press conference said that he's looking to, um, get guys that can help right away. Cause, and that to me is code that his seat is hot and he needs to get guys that can build out his depth. 
this does not fit any of that. But you have to coach like you're going to keep coaching here, right? You can't just go and and shoot your, you know, chop off your hand to, you know, what is it? Chop off your ear to spite your face. You can't do that with with what you're doing in, in terms of your plans. You can't just go all transfer portal because if you are successful, then you're screwed in a couple years. So this is an interesting one. Uh, you know, is it exciting? I guess so. But is it something that's like groundbreaking? No, but maybe they can find a diamond in the rough here, rough here and maybe he could be someone that could grow. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I'm in a moment. Someone that's a little bit more polished. We'll get into that. And it's someone that BC beat out an SEC school for. You're going to hear all about that in just a moment. Now, I want to tell you about our good old friends over at LinkedIn. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to have as many top tier candidates as possible. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. Now, say you're looking for a um, a someone in marketing and you're looking for someone who's innovative, who knows what they're doing, who's great with computers, has, you know, they know all the latest software. You just put that into your profile. They're going to help weed out anyone who doesn't fit that. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes this the best place to hire. Hiring is easy when you have that many qualified candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And LinkedIn Jobs knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats, they may not have time or resources to hire. But thankfully for LinkedIn, the process is intuitive, quick, and easy. It makes it so easy to find the people that you need for your job. So post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black. This is this is Locked on BC, your team every day. And we're the only Boston College podcast out there that does this every single day. Five days a week. We have guests like Mitch Wolf and uh, Beacon Street Ball who are coming on uh, from, from Eagle Insider of 247 Network. We got the experts. We got everything here. Make sure you like this podcast and subscribe wherever you're getting it. And if you're on a podcast app, give us five stars. We're putting more focus on other sports. You're going to see some basketball. Hopefully, we're going to have BC Hockey Blogger on soon to talk about hockey. Hopefully, you'll check all that out. Now, before I get into <clears throat> the second commitment, I want to tell you about a special deal that we have over at Eagle Insider. Remember, 247. That's I am the editor of BC. I, I am the publisher. I, I run the site. We have the biggest community of BC fans over here. And I'm not lying. I'm telling you the truth. And we have a special deal that you can get in for 50% off. My my list, my readers knew about all of these, these um, news items before they happened. I give you teases. I tell you what's happening. I'm talking to coaching. I'm talking to the players, the players, coaches. I have everything. And you can get in for like three bucks a month. It's a great deal if you're a Boston College fan. I hope you check it out. The details to sign up are in the show notes. Make sure you sign up today. And I'm sure people out there in the comment section that are subscribers will tell you why it's a great deal. Now, second commitment. Let's get to our second news item of the day. And I just went right by it. Did I not put him in? There, I'll just use this picture. All right. Jaden LaFontant is a 24 offensive lineman, class of 24, 
offensive lineman from New uh, the Brunswick School in Connecticut. Hey, a New England recruit. Yay. And this is a big deal because BC landed a commitment from him. Why is it a big deal? Is because BC flipped him from a, an SEC school. And it's not Vanderbilt. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, yeah, it's probably like Vandy or something, right? It's Kentucky. That's a pretty good school. Now, LaFontaine was, is a late rising recruit. He's three stars on 247. Uh, I think he's interior offensive lineman, so probably a guard. Um, and he chose BC, he chose BC eventually over his offers from Kentucky. He had offers from uh, Pitt and Syracuse recently. So big time. This is a good get for BC. I, you know, as someone who's covered their recruiting, covered what's going on, I know how recruiting goes. LaFontaine committed to, to Kentucky back in June. And I talked to the staff and, you know, they'll tell me about guys that are coming and things like that. But I know also that there's players on the back burner that they're not telling me about. And this is a perfect case because I got a text from one of my sources that was like, hey, LaFontaine's in. I'm like, what? Like, he was just kind of out of the blue, right? So BC now has three offensive linemen. You have Judah Pruitt out of um, Shabazz X, Muhammad X Shabazz uh, School in New Jersey. You have uh, the guy I just talked about, and you have Jason LaFontaine. <clears throat> so this gives you your three offensive linemen. I, I, you know what? Like if BC was to get nothing else, you're up to nine recruits again. This is fine. You you want offensive linemen. You got a couple, you got an interior and two offensive tackles. Great. I feel like this is a good, good group of players. You, you know, Pruitt and LaFontaine were guys back in June. If you listen back to some of these podcasts, they came on official visits. I knew they were coming um, and they didn't land LaFontaine at first, but now they have them. So I like this, you know, he's not their top recruit. Their top recruit, I think is still Judah Pruitt. Um, they're still kind of lacking a little bit there, but I still think there's, there's going to be things that are happening. One name that you're going to want to watch for that's coming up this weekend. And I already reported a couple weeks ago. So it's kind of old news and you guys are awesome out there on, on uh, locked on BC. His name is Jonathan Montague. He is from North Carolina. And I think he's had like, I want to say like 55 touchdowns over the last two years um, as a quarterback. He's an athlete. Uh, and I give you more information as after he visits, but he's visiting this weekend. I saw Henry Hasselback will be visiting this weekend again. He was just at UCLA the past weekend. Uh, so you got all these guys, the, a couple more guys to look at. Sayer Torrance, I'll tell you right now. Um, I'll give you guys a little scoop. Um, I don't think he's coming here. Uh, it, I mean, he, there's a, a group of recruits that are falling in love with Fran Brown and Syracuse. Uh, and I think he's one of them. And let me just say, wh- while I'm talking about Fran Brown and Syracuse, everything I've heard is, yeah, that's great. He's they, they, He's got the new car sheen to him. He hasn't coached it down yet. But the fact that Syracuse had to go out and get a defensive backs coach that has no coaching experience. I mean, you guys have seen what happened here. It took for It's taking a long time for Halfley to, to figure things out. And the fact that there's last I heard, they were considering getting the Giants running backs coach as their offensive coordinator. Good luck. Good luck. You know, they're recruiting fine now, but when they start losing games because they can't figure out what to do on offense, 
good luck. Uh, so that's just my thoughts there. And I'm railing against Syracuse a little bit here because I see some folks in the media just like drooling all over this. And it's just like, come on, guys, this is just another new coach. Yeah, he's got some big names because he was with Georgia. That's what ha- that's what happens when you're with Georgia. But once those guys are no, he's no longer connected to them. It's a whole other ball game. So just a little side note there. I got a little bit of a rant. Sometimes I do that here on Locked on BC. Now in our final segment, I want to talk basketball for a second. As BC finishes up their out-of-conference schedule, I want to look at what BC has to do. What's their goal if they want to, to, to make the tournament? We'll look at what happened last year and use that as a barometer for what BC has to do heading into ACC play. You're going to want to hear my thoughts on that. In just a moment, but before I do that, as the weather gets colder, the NFL stays hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Now, if you're not in the state of Massachusetts, you're watching that Fenway Bowl line and you're saying, okay, SMU minus nine. Are, are you feeling like this BC team is going to get steamrolled by a good SMU team again? You're looking at BC secondary going, ah, I don't know. Go to FanDuel and you, if you're feeling up like you can bet against your own team, you can do that. Or if you think BC can keep it close or maybe even win it, maybe a healthy Thomas Castellanos might give them the chance. You can make your bet over there. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official sports partner of the NFL. LockedOn BC, AJ Black, and we are wrapping things up here on LockedOn, your team every day. Now, we are going to talk about basketball here. Now, BC has eight wins. They are eight and three after beating St. John's in a very important victory on Sunday. Watching Rick Pitino's angry face, it was so glorious. But it was a big win, and it was a good team victory for the Eagles. Now they're set for 20. They have to, well, they have to beat Lehigh, which if they don't beat Lehigh, this whole segment's a waste of time because they're not making the tournament, period. But if, let's pretend that they beat Lehigh. They now then play 20 ACC games. I think this is the last year that they play that many. But they have to they have to play 20 games, right? Now you look at their schedule and look at the teams from last year. This is what I want to look at. Now, every season is completely different. Some some years you need to win more, some you have to year you to win less to make the NCAA tournament, which I imagine is the big goal here. The NIT would be fine, but you really want to get into the this is a chance with Quinton Post for one more year where you need to win. To get in. So you're at nine and three. Say that you beat Lehigh. You look at last year's teams that made the tournament and you had Miami, Virginia, Duke, Pitt, and NC state. And I don't believe Clemson made it. I'm just double checking right now. Uh, Clemson did not make it right. So you look at the schedule, you look at, you know, their records and you have to ask yourself, how many wins do they need to have? So if BC has nine wins, if they win 10 wins in the ACC, would that be enough? 
that would put them out of it. That would not be enough. If they, because the lowest um, ACC, um, uh, sorry, record out of all those teams that made it was 12 and eight with NC State. NC State was 12 and eight. They went 23 and 11 total and they made it in. So if that, if 12 and eight is what your record has to be, you have to win 12 games. And so you look at the schedule and I'm going to share it so you can see it because I'm looking at Ken Palm right now. And I want you, if you're watching it live, being able to see what um, I am talking about. So here's, here's the schedule, right? You have Wake Forest, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Clemson. You play Louisville twice. There's two wins. You play Florida State twice. They're terrible right now. You play Notre Dame twice. Also bad. So you have six games against really bad teams. And Florida State may be able to figure it out, but those other two teams are, are, are bad. Bad, bad, bad right now. So that means out of the rest of your schedule, out of those 14 games, you just need to go six and eight. Can you do that? You're gonna, that means you're going to have to win some. You're going to have to beat a Syracuse, a Virginia Tech, a, a, you know, Georgia Tech, Miami. you got to win some bigger games. But can you go six and eight out of those other games? I think it's possible to get you to the very edge of what an NCAA tournament team could be. That's my thoughts. I'm looking at this going, hmm, I'm wondering if BC can do that. Because I think a lot of folks are are hoping that this is a tournament team. Now, on tomorrow's show, hopefully there'll be more recruiting news. I put up a crystal ball up on Eagle Insider. If you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out for another 24 recruit. We'll be waiting for more transfer portal news on Thursday. Hopefully I'm going to get the full list. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. We'll be back again soon. This is AJ Black. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have not done so already, please like and subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends and family about it. You guys are awesome. Every one of you that has made Locked On BC your everyday, my everydayers, you, you're my you're my homies, you're my family. Love each and every one of you. Follow me on Twitter at AJ Black 247. I'll be back again for another show tomorrow of Locked On Boston College, your team every day.